Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can Come away, come away. All right, let's get this thing fired up here. Pedal faster, beef. Pedal faster. <laughs> I need my spit guard. Where's my spit guard? All right. Welcome back. It's been a whole week. I don't know that I like this new headset. Why? Because what, both ears are on Put your head? Put some scotch tape on it. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, y'all are so loud and well, like I can't hear anything. You can actually anything. hear? I can't hear anything else. <clears throat> Usually I can hear like what's going on beside me and behind me because... You know, one, one ear so wasn't working. I saw I saw a take. You know how when TJ introduces you, you know you have some. You're trying to figure out your voice of what to say after you say. I know my voice. No, your tagline. You I know, recognize my own voice. Sit, boy. And you know what? You, See, I I found it finally. So in the cowboy movie with John Wayne. Right. Oh, you can't come up with my tagline oh, for me. Why not? That you doesn't can't. work. That's not cool. That's like you coming up with your own nickname for yourself. I. It's you did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I didn't. It was brought upon me. Right. It, it found Bestowed me. Bestowed upon you because Beefsteak Disco was, you know, in a movie, 1942. You know, and oh, you know, here we go. You want to hear? You know, <laughs> the firebrand. You know, firebrands of Arizona. And if you want to watch it, you can watch. And it. that was you the first should, half of our show. We should have segments okay, of beef it. Beefsteak story time. So, anyways. Uh, when he tells Mr. Nightlinger to, you know, we don't have time for breakfast because everybody overslept, he's like, put some bacon on a biscuit and let's ride. And that should be your tagline. See, it would have been cool if I would have come up with that. But Should I have told you? I nah. mean, I slipped you a note, maybe. How do you do this? No, Welcome. You just this is uncomfortable. It. Can we start over again? Welcome, everybody. Good morning. It is 7.03 a.m. on a beautiful uh, February morning here in Central Texas, Austin, Texas, capital Orange, of Texas. Orange sky behind you. Uh, sun's coming up, and you are tuned in to the Outdoor Zone right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. My name is TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan, and then put some bacon on a biscuit. It's ready to ride. No, see, I didn't see. It's it close. You didn't work own it. Close. You gotta own it. It's very close. You gotta. That's it's gotta be steak. your own. It's just oh yeah. Work. Beef steak. Road yeah. Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, and fires up the old pot belly stove, puts a screw in the screen door to try and keep it on the hinges. Yeah, it's just an old tin check on the back of the ranch. We call it home with you, the outfitters. No. No. Regulators. Why do I call them out? Oh, okay. I was thinking. Wow. Okay. Did, did you, did you, that was a late flight last it's like night. You don't it? even, it's like you don't even know who they are. <laughs> oh, they're like uh, our, they're like our best friends. They're family. Look, I, they really are like best friends because you re- never talk to them, oh, rarely see them, yet they're always they there. They have to tune in. Oh, to you. that was good. That that's what you tagline. Yet they're should be always right there. there. Yet they're always there. Yes, they're always. It's, thank you. So I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Put some bacon on a biscuit and let's get ready to ride. No, let's just ride. No. <laughs> We're always there. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Anyway, hey, uh, we're just sitting here chit-chatting with you uh, 
We're live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, and then 24-7, 365. On all your podcast platforms, you just punch in The Outdoor Zone. You can also follow us on Facebook and our website, The Outdoor Zone. And, uh, but anyway, hey, just flew in. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> uh, I Sam, you were supposed it to was, do a hat. So I, a I, it was shot. a terribly late a terribly late flight last night but um but it was cool because i got bumped to first class oh you got to put so your they legs don't ever out. bump you up right but the only options i had was first class so they set me in first class so flew from so i was in atlanta over the weekend i flew out friday came back yesterday and um on the flight back I went from Atlanta to Miami, two hours, and then wow. Miami to, yeah, and it was all that, uh, and then Miami to Austin nonstop, which was three hours, and uh, so the first, cal- the first class flight from Atlanta to Miami was in a regular, you know, big old jet, huge monster jet. The other one was in a smaller, uh, like a CJ4 or something like that. And so it was kind of like Did a. Just make that up. It was, yeah. A bumby. But it was like I saw letters and numbers, something like that. <laughs> uh, but it was like a smaller jet. And, um, but it was almost like, uh, like a private jet because there was only three or four people in the little first class section of the plane. And I got the very front seat on the left, which was a single seat, mm-hmm. had all the leg room, everything. But. They don't do anything in first class anymore. So no years ago, towels. no, no, hot no towels. hot towels, no, no peanuts, no hey, how you doing? No kiss my beep, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Did they serve? Remember JetBlue where they used and, to serve hot, uh, uh, like cookies? They would bake cookies in the back and then serve them. No, okay. I don't. It, 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 it anything would have been better than what. First class, usually they give you a drink before you even nothing. take off. They never even offered nothing. And and actually, the guy that on the first leg from Austin to to uh, Miami, the guy sitting next to me was, had a little scratch in his throat, and he wanted a little water. And the lady seemed like she was off, you know, like he was in imposition. I dug under my backpack and gave him some cough drops. He's the one I met that's okay. a clothing manufacturer. He was in Atlanta at the at the trade show and uh just cool Maybe conversation you just meet all kinds of people don't you well you meet people if you talk to that's you know? a good point it's just if you don't talk to them you never know but anyway it was uh and he it was fun <laughs> it was fun flying the guy uh, has first a story. class but i can tell you right now it would did nothing for me i so was not five hundred dollars more wouldn't matter no if i would had to pay all the extra money to do mm. that i would have been pissed well, and i know it did i mean it did cost me a little bit more but uh i would have been furious well that's a good public service announcement i've got one for you cody just I'm don't gonna, look I'm at gonna... my trap on my travel twitter <laughs> and the conversations i'm having with the airline right now i bet really i, I wouldn't have guessed that so mad. that's the only reason you have a twitter account to it's complain to, about your flight. Hey, so then he gets, they he gets pay attention to it you call try calling customer service at some big company like that you're not going to get an answer, but you put it on Twitter. Oh, in five minutes, you well, are already in a conversation. Guess who? Guess who got bumped from Twitter? Um, you know, you? No, no. Oh. The pre- ex-president. You know what I mean? Donald Trump, right? Next, it'll be T.J. Trump. <laughs> we'll get uh, yeah, isolated from the Twitter. Anyway, so, so can I do a public announcement real quick? Public service announcements provided to you by the Outdoor Zone. Did, 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 did. I'm telling everybody, we had a break. The weather was 85 last week, right? And it snuck up on me. You're exaggerating and I'm telling, slightly. No, it hit 85 on Thursday. Go okay. look it up. And I thought to myself, <clears throat> this is, summer's coming, and you better get everything done that you need to get done, every hole that needs to be dug, the, all the work that needs to be done in the in the attic where you need to add something or your garage because it's fixing to get you hot. you get it all done? No, but I'm... The whole world's about to be hot forever. Well, oh, God. 
Global warming. Bro. No, no, no. It's and the I'm whole just, world is hot. I'm it's just gonna saying, be hot always. Get it's getting the, hot in here. Get a list of the chores that you know are are winter chores. Get them done because it's fixing to happen. It's gonna be cold next week. Thank you. It's gonna be cold, cold, cold. You can do it. It's gonna um, be cold next it, week. Oh yeah, it's gonna be down to freezing, man. Global freezing. Here, the the what vortex, ice vortex or something is coming in. It may even snow in Houston. And the hunt that everybody's going on this weekend, you know, with uh, KOZ Vertical mm-hmm. and Texas yep, Hunting yep, yep, Program, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. it's going to be down to eighteen. So I I uh, check the weather. I've been fishing every day, and I'll talk more about this on the next segment. But I've been fishing every day this week. I started on Monday, and my goal is to try and fish every day this month. It's, it's not fishing. a goal. It's just what you're going to do. Well, it's what I'm going to do. Fishing that February right. is what I'm calling it. I like and, it. And fuffa, uh, it's fuffa. Fishing <laughs> February, and so uh, it was funny because I've got a couple trips that I'm lining up to fish some different lakes, you know, and do some traveling as part of it, mm-hmm. just to see some other water. And I had a buddy that I was supposed to meet up with uh, at Choke Canyon next Friday and Saturday. Okay. What happened? Uh, well, we looked at the weather report, and it's reporting that it's going to. It had snowflakes yes. over <laughs> South Texas. It's going to be cold. Zapata, Texas, at Lake Falcon. That's no. Has even that got is snowflake symbol next to it. That on Friday. is. That is. No, the, I just meant there are a bunch of liberals are going to be is, on the water. That is the <laughs> register. That is that is a symbol of my heart. Because you're going to Choke Canyon without me. Well, I I was planning Frozen. on going with uh, David Cosner's father, Don Cosner. Oh, God. So you and throw the so, cause card out there. The wow. one guy that I can't trump is... <laughs> yeah. I was going... We had a plan, but we decided that we were going to uh, maybe... Walk a golf course. Keep, keep the weather... Uh, keep the... Uh, we'll keep an eye on the weather, and we may reschedule that one. So... <laughs> But you still got to fish somewhere. Yeah, but I don't have to stand on a... You I don't fi- have to drive come- five hours to go stand in the freezing I pool. saw <laughs> the bass in my pond. Yeah? Oh. Yeah, when it was warm at 85 last Thursday. Yeah. I saw the, I saw the bass I saw the bass surface. It's pretty good. It's a, it's a nice looking bass. I know I got two of them in there, so you're welcome to come over there and schmack them, schwack them. <laughs> the, let the, let the, your granddaughter the do that. Hourly rate's gone way down. Uh, McBride's guns with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns and you know about that it's imperative that we support our local gun shop that's McBride's guns family owned and operated looking for a new rifle shotgun personal carry they got them McBride's has a gunsmith on staff personal carry referrals for classes McBride's can help you with that youth model guns they got them you'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years corner of 30th and Lamar call them at 512-472-3532 or online McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's guns is our hometown gun shop i'll tell you about the little round of fishing we did this week at uh, three different lakes across texas and uh, all that more plus we've got your armed citizens report news of the weird all that and more coming up it is the number one outdoor radio show in texas you're listening to it live right here 24 7 365 you can catch us at the outdoorzone.com American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's organically grown. Whoa. <laughs> what? The Outdoor Zone, live oh. in the bunkhouse. I welcome like back, that. regulators. Nile Maxwell Supercenter all month long at Nile Maxwell Supercenter giving away, giving you thousands off MSRP on hundreds of new Jeeps. So that means more Wranglers, more Cherokees, and got gladiator and more gladiators than ever. 
But they're going fast, so get here quick before the savings end. Buy the all-new 2021 Jeep Cherokee with $8,000 off MSRP. Or the 2020 Gladiator or Compass, 7000 off MSRP. So don't wait for one day on the calendar to save big because the deals are happening right now during the President's Day sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin. See all savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So Fishing February started last week, uh, or this past week, starting on Monday. I fished Lake Fayette, uh, Fayette County Reservoir. So I've got a buddy, my buddy Robert, who... Uh, Your arch nemesis my on arch the water. Nemesis. Really? Uh, no, he's actually a, a one of my best friends, and we have had this competition going for years where we have this little cheesy, tiny little trophy, and uh, whoever has the trophy is able to call the other one out, you know, like, hey, I, let's put the trophy up for grabs. Let's meet at this lake this day. And we'll have a fish off for the trophy. I thought you fished at different lakes and just turned in your. Well, no, we'll oh. meet up, and I mean that's part of the fun, they, you know, getting to see your buddy. It's a and weird all that. tournament because you never know what the rules or the lakes. Yeah, or we the, change. We could change be a three-day event. Could be a one-day event. We could do be change the rules. Whatever it Cody could be total wants. weight. It could be <laughs> uh, best five fish. So we do. We change the rules, but we. Uh, this time, it is a best two out of three, right? So we're going to have a best two out of three. Best five fish on different lakes, and we're fishing different lakes each day. Best five by length or by weight, or what are you, what are you five, doing here? Best five over 14 inches. Okay. And so we went to Fayette County. He met me there. The first day of fishing February was a tournament for the trophy. Mind you. Over, I don't know, I guess the trophy's been up for grabs for probably six years. We've only been able to fish for it. He's only put it up four times, and he's won it every time. I never had the trophy. I brought the trophy to the first one. I thought you had it. He won it, and I've never had it What's the one that's in your study? That's a different one. That's the Bass Bass Super Cody Open Cup. Bass Cup of the World is what we call that one. That's a whole different trophy. That's a group of guys that get together and do that one. So I have a lot of these really big tournaments that mean nothing uh, <laughs> except for bragging rights on a text group. <clears throat> and uh, so anyway, we started the uh, – Robert put the trophy up. We started at Fayette County on Monday, and neither one of it, of us have fished in, you know, a month or two, several weeks, just because winter and Christmas and New Year's and all that kind of stuff – so both of us were fresh out of the gate. I came out swinging. Won that. Won the first day. Won the first round. Seventeen something. Seventeen and a half pounds. To yeah, twelve and a half pounds. Nice fish. I caught a six point nine pounder. That's a pretty big old That's fish. A beast. So that felt good. Uh, I went back to Fayette the next day and caught another. You know, good limit of fish. No major. No real big ones. I thought it was funny. I did make the comment. Uh, somebody asked, how much weight did you have on Fayette? What were your best five on Fayette on the second day that I went out on Tuesday? I said, ah, probably around 14 pounds or something. And they said, oh, that's uh, that's terrible for Fayette. Huh. Well, reality is I've been actually using a scale. And so your 2.8 pounders are not three pounders. You're oh yeah, four, right. <laughs> four point four point two pounders are not five Truth pounders. Detector. You don't round up. Is what and you're so, saying. no, fourteen pounds. A reality fourteen pounds is a good bag of fish. A real fourteen pound. So, are you saying fish. other people just kind of round up, or do they use a uh, you know like an old meat scale and it just has no a nobody little... nobody weighs it. They all no, round they up. Just they just look guess. at oh, it. That's and a three go, pounder. Yeah. Oh, that's a three pounder. They just hold it up that's and go do this where they right there. Put it up He's in the air. Short and stubby. I would have guessed all day long that fish I caught was seven seven plus, but it was six point nine. 690. That's a wall manner. I like where you're following the truth. I like this, Cody. I like where you're going. 
So then we put the trophy up. Uh, Wednesday, I went out to like Somerville. So you did Fayette, Fayette, Somerville? or Yeah, Fayette, okay. Fayette, Somerville. I went out to Somerville. So we're on the last day. Well, I went out to Somerville. Tied one on one. It, no, we no, we hadn't fished. We I only fished against Robert on Monday. I fished by myself on Tuesday. Oh, okay. I fished by myself again on Wednesday at Lake Somerville. Who won? I just I won on Monday. Are you not even paying attention? I, oh, I, I thought wanted it was maybe on I just, thought, No, I thought it was we're a not three going day. back to back. It is a three day deal, but we're not going back to back. We have families and lives, and we live. Oh, two hours I thought it was three days. We're meeting up at different times. Okay. Whenever okay. we can both okay. meet okay. up and spend the day fishing. And now all the regulators are caught up, too. Okay. So all of our family out so there. So I'm, I, but I'm still fishing every day. So I fished Fayette on Monday, Fayette on Tuesday. I went to Lake Somerville by myself on Wednesday. I only fished a few hours there because I forgot my lunch and I had Bible study that morning. So I got a late start and I forgot my lunch. So. I knew that it was going to be a short day. Plus, I got out there, and the lake is like four foot low, muddy, wind was howling. I was like, oh, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough to get a bite. And it was very tough to get a bite. I, that two-and-a-half-pounder I caught was, I felt like I won the Bassmaster Classic. Because I knew I was on a time crunch. You know, I don't want to stay out there and be miserable. And you can't get skunked. And I can't not catch No, you catch can't not fish. get skunked. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, uh, it was tough. I'm going to go back out there this week. I plan to go back out there this week and really try and figure something out because you can't always go to a lake where you're going to catch Slam them. Slam them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not well, reality. Not the, well, it's not the point of what you're doing anyway. Is well, to, the, re- the reality is, is that I fish across the country at different lakes and by tournament time, you know, I had a buddy ask me the other day, hey, what tournament should I jump in to, you know, come fish with you this year? You know, a Bassmaster Open or something like that. Which one's going to fish good? And I said, well, by tournament day, none of them fish good. It never happens. You have a cold front. <laughs> it's been hammered for a week of everybody practicing. I said, it's never good on tournament day. There's very, very few tournaments on these major tournaments that I've ever gone out and just crushed them on tournament day. And, like, I caught so many limits, I don't even know. I couldn't even keep count of how many bass I caught. No, it's always like, okay, now I have two in the live well. Now let's try and catch number three. I thought you fished so Conroe this what I did. So oh, Thursday, okay. stay okay. with me. Yeah. Somerville, Thursday, no, Conroe. No, Wednesday was... Fayette, Fayette. Fayette, Fayette, Somerville. Somerville. Thursday, we met up for day two for the second of our three-day challenge to fish for the trophy that has eluded me to this point. Um, Conroe, I had never fished without being in the boat with Robert, my buddy that I'm fishing against. And so when you are not the captain of the vessel, I've always just fished with him if we fish Conroe. So but you don't know exactly. Where I don't all have the any idea are. what I don't have any idea where we were when we fished it. You know, I just he was like, hey, "Here's a good spot." Okay, start casting. So it was neat to kind of check out that lake. I think there's a lot of potential there. We did catch some fish, uh, very few fish and very small fish, but that lake has also been producing some giants recently. So isn't it on a, somewhere? Uh, isn't it hmm. on a trail for a tournament? I thought it was a big lake every for that. now and then. Yeah, there's a big tournament that goes through there, but it's not. And they do have a big weekly uh, tournament that goes out of there. You know, a big night working man's tournament, night tournament, three hour deal or whatever that goes out of there every week, and they crush them on that deal. But yeah, it's not a huge tournament trail venue. The only the thing that it has going for it is there's a major city right next to it. So yeah, uh, that's you know tournament trails look for that. Um, or major tournament trails, your Bassmasters, your MLFs, and, you know, MPFLs and stuff are looking for big cities to host them. So, anyway, fish that one. It was tough. Robert won by ounces. Neither one of us had a limit. Um, it was a tough day. I was very happy 
not for the people that this happened to, but I was very happy to have an excuse to stop fishing. Uh, so I'm fishing at, and like, we have like an hour left and I mean, I'm in the zone. I'm like, I got it. I'm going to catch him. I just, I just know it. I'm going to have this last minute. Never give up. I'm going to have this last minute heroic, you know, catch a five pounder and win this thing. Cause I knew he didn't have much cause we'd seen each other a couple of times and talked and, uh, I'm fishing along a Boom! And I look over, and a pontoon boat, the engine's on fire. Wow. They've been on cruising fire. by on fire. And they didn't see it at first. I mean, they're like they're like looking around going, wow, what was what did we hit? And there's a big and ball looked, of flame coming yeah, off well, of there. Well, you know, a pontoon boat's kind of yeah. got a big railing around it, right. so you don't necessarily see the motor. It's down low. It's kind of down lower. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But the flame got high enough where they saw the fire flaming up and so i threw everything down and was cruising over there cautiously because i was thinking well crap if this gets down in the gas tank is this gonna yeah, be like a, couple a moody? Of five gallon bombs in the back there <laughs> but uh they had extinguish i just want to make sure they had extinguishers i was going to get close enough to chunk of my extinguisher you know uh but they got it out and i tied a rope to them and towed them most okay. of the way back, uh, their son came and got him in a jet ski to finish hauling him. My buddy and I were like, I don't know how a jet ski is going to pull that pontoon boat because I was, you know, it wasn't necessarily even easy for a bass boat. So, so you're like a tugboat captain now. Yeah, well, I was just happy to have the excuse to... Oh, oh well, I had is to, that what you use? I had to rescue, the, yeah, I had to end yeah. my, my tournament day early because yeah. I had to rescue a pontoon boat that was on fire. That's why I didn't win the tournament. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, it continues. Well, We're tied up one-to-one nice against Robert. Uh, we have not, he has not replied to me about the third day. We're trying to find a lake that we have, neither one of us have ever fished for the final day of the trophy that has never been in my possession. And uh, his wife wants it out of the house, so she's rooting for me. Why don't you go to Grainy, the Grainy Pond? Yeah. Possible. There you go. We may neither one of Very us might small limits not catch anything. In there. <laughs> hey, archery country, uh, if you're a recreational archer or shooter interested in archery, there's a only one bow shop in Central Texas that has all the gear and knows the bows. That's archery country. They have all the traditional bows. Um, archery is not just for hunters, but a lot of people are picking it up just for the fun of shooting the bows and you can go to archery country and they have all the gear for the traditional shooter just the recreational shooter archery country has everything they're the all they have the only full-size range in central texas crossbows interested they got them they can tell you all about them 8121 research boulevard 8121 research boulevard just go to austinarcherycountry.com austinarcherycountry.com Com. That's where we get all our archery gear. Coming up next, we've got your uh, news of the weird. I One last thing. On the fishing deal, I was at the gas station. The Keystone Bank boat that has been on the water. I was at the gas station yesterday. A woman said, my daughter works at Keystone Bank. I love that bank. So, anyway, shout out to the Keystone Bank boat uh, that will be on yes. tour this year. Coming up next, News of Weird. You don't want to miss it. 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny. Cody Ryan's here. Beefsteak's here. Road Rash is here. You are the regulators that ride with us every week. Long. They're always Sunday morning live and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Sun Automotive, if if you are even thinking about having your vehicle readied, like I just need to go and get... All the oils changed, filters, get need to get the whole annual get ready for the spring run done. I need to go take my truck to Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service, family owned and operated. They can have, help, help you. 
With all your auto repair and maintenance needs, every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. They got locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620 SunAutoService.com, SunAutoService.com. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Here's one for you. Police in Connecticut seek beefsteak. <laughs> a beefalo. A beefalo? Beefalo, a hybrid of a cow and a bison that escaped from a trailer. A, bi- a bison? A bison. Bison. Outside. Say a- like a Texan. Don't say it like an Englishman. It was a hybrid of a cow and he was eating and a pecan and a bison. Bison. And buffalo. And they love pecans. That escaped from a trailer outside Slaughterhouse six months ago. He's been spotted in the area, appears to be doing well despite the winter storms there in Connecticut. The Plymouth Police Department shared a photo on Facebook showing the beefalo, dubbed by locals as Buddy. Wandering the snow in the Terryville area of Plymouth. As you see, he's doing fine, the post said. Ready for dinner. <laughs> that could be taken all yeah. different directions. <laughs> but he escaped August 3rd from a trailer outside Plymouth Meats Processing Facility. He was next seen two weeks later wandering loose in Terryville. A fundraiser to save Buddy from the slaughterhouse raised enough money to secure the bovine a new home in the Critter Farm Sanctuary in Florida. But attempts to capture the beefalo that have thus been, thus far been unsuccessful. Police shared a video in September showing Buddy approaching a trap, but ultimately leaving without being ensnared. So he hasn't come within a hundred yards. Oh, it must be sighted in incorrectly. Yeah. I don't know why you must don't have just a beef dart him. Scope. <laughs> oh, but really, I guess they don't want to dart him and have to figure out how to load him up and do all that stuff. But could you imagine? How did? How did? How did he get? How did he escape? How did he escape? He in just the, in, the in lot. a slaughterhouse. In the lot. Of in the, the lot. He just walked. Like that's never happened. Yeah, he just went like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the welded kind fence of panels around just, the door. Welded fence panels just went. <laughs> well, when you're half buffalo and half cow, people don't pay attention to you. Yeah, right. so he's just kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gets near the gate. Run! <laughs> Cause it Yeah, he can only run so fast. Come on. Maybe he played dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they just shoved him by the dumpster. Uh-huh, leave me. You don't got to close the gate. This one's dead already. Have you ever had to get a dead cow out of a trailer before or in a, I've, in a barn? I've field dressed a bison and skinned a bison before. Is that where you hang it one side and then you turn it over and do the no, other side? We, we, I field dressed the bison on the ground where it laid. And I will tell you. Did you crawl up inside? Never there, to do that yes, again. I was up to my <laughs> shoulders because it was going to be, you know, you, when you're guiding, I was guiding hunts at the time, and mm-hmm. I guided on a bison hunt that was taken with a lever action rifle in front of a teepee on the ranch. It was awesome. But, uh, wow. Kind of a weird story, but it made for mm-hmm. incredible pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, but, and you, you field dressed it with a tomahawk. I've, right? <laughs> no, I used a modern day knife. Oh, okay. But I feel, was field dressing it and uh, did it on the ground there up to your el- up to my not up to your elbows. I was up to my shoulders you, inside the I cavity. Bet that heart is huge in that thing. And I'll tell you, there is a smell that comes from a bison that's unlike any animal cleaning any animal I've ever smelled. Not that cleaning a deer is Lovely. like is like a real nice smell or you know anything like that of course but a bison what was that movie where that gross g- what's that movie where um gets cold and the guy climbs in. in a bison 
No, no, it, no it's the horse. Warm. It's his horse. His horse mm. dies. Oh. So he guts his horse and he climbs Not inside Not deliverance, of but yeah, revenant. Yeah, yes. yeah. A California man said he was shocked when the wallet he lost 53 years ago was returned to him after being found in the place where he lost it. Well, that makes Antarctica. sense. Antarctica. Paul Grissom of San Diego said he doesn't remember losing his wallet while serving as a meteorologist in the U.S. Navy in Antarctica in 1967. But the wallet found during the demolition of the building at McMurdo Station at the southmost town on Earth definitely used to be his. New Hampshire man Stephen Decato who formerly worked for an agency that does snow cap research and articles, said his former boss got in touch last month to ask for his help finding the owners of two wallets found during the demolition of the McMurdo Station building. Decato's daughter, Sarah Lindbergh, reached out to Bruce McKee of the Indian Spirit of 45 Nonprofit Foundation. McKee contacted Gary Cox of the Naval Weather Service Association for help finding the owner of the other, other wallet. And Cox was able to put the sluice in touch with Grisham, who is a member of the organization. Grisham said the wallet still contains his Navy ID, his driver's license, tax statement, a recipe for homemade Kahlua, I thought that was pretty cool. If you're in Homemade Antarctica, <laughs> if you're stuck in Antarctica, what are you you trying to make Kahlua or something? Come on. I hear that I hear that they won't l- allow hand san- sanitizer in prisons. Because yeah. if they add salt to it, mm-hmm, that separates the alcohol from the Yeah, the alcohol goes to the top, yeah. How did and that the gel come goes out of to this? the bottom? And you know what I was thinking? <clears throat> oh my gosh. Oh, I was no thinking telling. I was because thinking we that, just went I was thinking if we talk. No, no, no. I was thinking that a cool segment on the show would be like that we could do like yeah hacks and stuff. And I thought, man, you could pretty much you You could pretty much have a guy from prison, a guy that spent time in prison, or a guy call in from prison, and he could tell you like every hack you could think of, like how to turn laundry soap into a you know or. Toilet Television. Rum. You toilet rum, toilet wine. Or I mean yeah. well, we're not it's they not gonna them. be all about like how to make intoxicants. But that's but, what I they mean do. they figure out Pretty all sure. kinds of like, it's either that or shanks, shanks and stuff. They make yeah. shanks out of like yeah. earwax. So we and want we want murder weapons bread. and dr- and drugs. All right. We're gonna, next next up, no, stick around everybody. We're gonna talk stick about Stick around. He said stick <laughs> around. <laughs> We're gonna talk about shanks made yeah. out of earwax coming up on it. <laughs> We're gonna talk about drugs and no, they do weapons. Kind of all kinds of weird stuff. You know, like the fans. I heard you buy a personal fan and you take it apart and that's what they use to make in house tattoos. The little fan motor and the thing uh-huh. that spins it. And they Yeah. They sharpen that up. And they make their own. A recipe for homemade Kahlua, a beer ration punch card, receipts for money orders sent to his wife, and a pocket reference card for what to do in case of different disasters. You know why it said at the beginning that he didn't even realize that he lost Lost. his wallet? It's because he was in Antarctica and had no need for a wallet. Where do you, you? What do you, you do with you it? You never need your wallet, so you well, never. What if you have to make Kahlua and you forget the ingredients? <laughs> you have to have your wallet for that. Or if you want to get a beer from the ice house, <laughs> there you is gotta no have ice your... house. That's what I'm saying. There's it's no an, it's need for well, a You use the, the beer Come punch on. card. Igloo house. Beer ration punch card. Hey, hot, uh, went to Shore Raw Bar and Grill. I know, man. You didn't tell me. You, oh my gosh! You told me you were. I taking get a the, dozen raw Gulf oysters every time I go. That's my first, and then we got the raw shrimp. Mrs. Granny likes the raw uh, shrimp. Pe- shrimp, boiled shrimp. The yes, the peel and eat shrimp. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh man, killer! Our buddies over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill are killing it. They had live music inside, and uh, a lot of people on the patio. But we we ate inside, listened to the live music. It was an amazing night what a great date night uh really cool selection of oysters fantastic pet friendly patio live music bunch of nights um, go visit our buddies over rick Wahlberg and jim schneider over at shore raw barn grill if you haven't been there you need to go located on highway 71 west at covered bridge just west of the wine oak hill the shore raw barn grill go to shoreatx.com for details shoreatx.com
Coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Beefsteak here, and I've got the biggest news in Honda history. Now you can buy a new Honda with 0% financing. What? Did I say that correctly? That's right. You heard me. Buy a new Honda with 0% financing. The time to trade up to a new Honda is now at your Honda Central Texas Honda dealers. A 2021 HRB Pilot or Ridgeline all with 0% financing. See the details yourself at centraltexashondadealers.com or just head over to any Central Texas Honda dealer, First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. All right, welcome back, Regulators. Woo! You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone 24-7-365 on all your favorite. You can share this show on all the podcast platforms. Just type in the Outdoor Zone. Thank you, Beefsteak, for making that happen, Road Rash. And we want to tell you about our friends at Maxwell GMC. No, or, no, no, no. Carry on. Okay. Carry on. Here in the bunkhouse, the outdoor zone, we're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. The Outdoor Zone. And you can, uh, we post a lot of stories on there that you typically don't, if we don't have a chance to talk about them here. Or if they come with a photo or a video. Or fun. And, yeah, they're fun. And we can't really show you videos really well while we're on the show here. I can so, try to act it out if you want. That would be interesting. Um, but we try to uh, post all that stuff on there so you can uh, so you can see what some of the things that we're <laughs> some of the things that we're thinking about and doing during the week. Uh that would be fun. And if you go, you can also go to the Outdoor Zone um, webpage and click on uh, Cody's picture and track on some of the other platforms that he posts on his Instagram and that kind of stuff. You can uh, follow him on when he's gone on tournament weeks. And, and if you want to see some of the fish he's catching during this 30 days of fishing in February, you can follow him on his 28, inst- you 28 know, days. days. What we ought to do is we ought to have Year a Year-end savings. Are still on at Nile Maxwell GMC. I'm taking, speaking of fishing tournaments, I'm taking my new GMC across the country. And you'll get to a fast start in 2021 because better than employee pricing has been extended. We're offering the best savings on every remaining 2020 in stock with these aggressively low prices. You don't want to miss your chance to save. Go visit our friends and their team of professional great experts who will take first class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is the beginning of the relationship, not the end. So go see our friends, Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, or online, NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. Now it's time for your Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Small world of Polk. Polk County Game Warden was contacted by a woman on social media asking if he had any meat to donate to her family of six. The warden donated deer meat, and after getting to know the family, learned the dad was a disabled veteran and hadn't been hunting in over 10 years since before the military. 
The warden then reached out to local landowners and got a hunt donated for him and one of his children at Rocky Creek Ranch. The veteran took his eldest daughter of 13 on her first hunt, and during the hunt, the warden found out his kids were from the same town the warden grew up in. Small world and great memories. I like that, that the game warden stepped into that and helped out that family that needed help. Recently, Polk County game wardens reached out to local landowners to find ways to give back to their community through the outdoors. The decision was made to organize a disabled veteran and youth hunt. A drawing was held on social media to select qualifying participants for the hunt, which in turn created great support from local businesses and community members. A father, retired Navy veteran, and son, first-time hunter, were selected to participate in the hunt. The father and son joined game wardens on the Simon Peter Bend Ranch for an amazing hunt. Both hunters and the landowners were thrilled about the experience and now plan to keep in contact with one another. Moist Processing donated full processing of the meat, and McQuilkin, McQuilkin uh, Taxidermy donated a full shoulder mount of the deer. A big thank you to Scott and Tony Cochran Hughes for the Texas Hospitality and Amazing Meals, as well as fully supporting our nation's heroes. I love that the uh, game wardens, you know, everybody kind of gets... You know, you kind of get police and game mm-hmm. wardens and people kind of in this package. And uh, and these guys, game wardens in particular, are highly social creatures. You know, they they know what's going on in the community. They 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 they're connected. They yeah. know who's doing what. And, and I love that they, you know, use that for took good, some time from saying. their busyness. Yeah. And, you know, they don't have to do this. Not to do any of this, but because a game warden typically is somebody who loves the resources, loves the outdoors, has memories of the outdoors in their life that these things that were good for them, and so they they you know participate in creating these for other people, and and these are two perfect examples, and I love that they also um, find veterans. Well, this is do this stuff with. This is the reality of who our law enforcement is. I don't care what sector. Amen. Yes, our Amen. game, Amen. our game wardens are Amen. absolutely awesome. But, but you don't hear all about law this enforcement. Stuff, right? No, all law enforcement, and I will say ninety nine point nine nine percent are these men and women right here that do this kind of stuff. They want to. They're help. good people. They want to. They look for opportunities to help. That's why they got into it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, and they're, I mean, yeah, they're not into it to write you a speeding ticket. They're not like, man, I can't wait till I can write speeding tickets. I just want to someone, yeah. This is going to be awesome. No, it's I want to serve. I did meet one of those My guys area. one time. <laughs> and he gave you, you a ticket. You did because you're, you were speeding. You're not as, you were speeding. Public service announcement. Each February for 19 years, countless volunteers spend 10 days on the water along with Texas coastline along the Texas coastline searching the bays for abandoned crab traps left to foul shrimpers nets, snag anglers lines and ghost fish um create unsightly views. To date, they've hauled off more than 38,000 derelict traps. What do ghost fish are? February 19 through 28, Texas coastal waters will be closed to crabbing with wire mesh traps to facilitate the annual volunteer crab trap did cleanup. We, did we not talk about this a few weeks ago? I brought up the subject that Parks and Wildlife had come out and said, uh, we're not doing the crab trap roundup because of COVID and we're going to do it all in house this year. So thank you volunteers. Thank you for your help in the past, but we can't do it because of COVID this year. And now I guess after our conversation on this radio they were show, listening. They, tides have changed and they realized what a benefit it really is. They do not have the resources. We shouldn't have to pay for the resources when we have volunteers that look forward to this every year that can I'm socially sure distance you out will in nature. Get a thank you card in the mail from Carter Smith and the rest of the for staff. For calling them out. Well, just for helping them. Just, look, you're a part of the think tank. I am 
it, here's here's the deal I was talking with somebody about yesterday is, look, I can. <laughs> You're talking to Sailor about it. Now, Sailor, you sit. Now, listen, I got this idea. <laughs> I, Nobody else a, will listen to that's me. That's his podcast so, right there. There's a difference on different sides of the aisle and viewpoints of people's thinking and politics. You cannot be so rigid that you can't understand the other side's mindset, right? Hopefully. You cannot. Well, we you are cannot, way down the road. You can't be bringing that up now. You cannot be that way. Yeah. So, the thing, the thing that I like is when people can look objectively at the situation and make a change or adapt to a different situation. Should it make sense? And that's exactly what happened here in the state of Texas. They, it, it was evaluated. I'm sure. When they closed it down and said, okay, resources, yes, they're going to be socially distant. Yeah. Why are we canceling this for COVID? This makes zero sense. So I All like right. that they came And back. we want to vote for Cody <laughs> Granny in District 17 in the yep. February 22nd. Don't get and all that. Hey, far, <laughs> farmranchstore.com. You can get a sticker. Vote for Cody. Uh, there's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe, and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. We get all our farm and ranch gear at farmranchstore.com. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. That's where Cody and I and and all our land ranch owner buddies. Not that I'm a land or ranch owner Sure you are. You will be soon. You get 10 it's coming up. It's coming got, up. Got my toes crossed. Farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. Hour one done of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. A whole nother hour of <laughs> all three of us, all four of us. I mean, you just, you got to stick around. You get it only one place right here. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> 